Three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, geez, Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. What's up? Welcome in. It's episode number four because we got the fourth mic back. Yay! Our our buddy Steve Miggs is back with us this week on Jobbing Out. We'll talk more about that in a second. I'm Glenn Clark. He's Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. He is, of course, the main event. Yeah, ah, there it is, AJ Francis, who uh, is is officially now. It began this week. AJ, you are officially uh, in the world of pro wrestling. Yes, I am. Why? Well, you know, you know, I'm already the number one contender at SCW. Right. Of course, the sausage <laughs> castle. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves. But uh, yeah, I did start my training this week at uh, Team 3D Academy in Kissimmee, Florida, um, and uh, I got to work with Billy Gunn yesterday. Uh, I took a hip toss from him, and it was sick. That's cool. So, uh, That's really how good. sore are you right now? I mean, you know what the funny thing is? Like, people are like, "Oh man, your back's gonna kill you from running the ropes and taking the bumps." That's not it, dude. Like, my legs are shot from like the workouts yep. and shit that I do. Like, it's not, it's not the bumps. The bumps are cake. I, I just got off. I mean, I just got done taking bumps five minutes before we got on air. Like, I'm not. The bumps are not the problem at all. It's the fucking cardio and my leg endurance all right the squats huh the squats squats all right oh, who's fucking squats let's let's, let's get it. <laughs> if, this is an important the conversation training, the training we do i train with a guy ethan hd who uh he he, he goes over to india and trains like students from great Khali's school and he's like okay let's warm up we'll do something like we'll just start with 300 squats and i'm like oh my god bro and, <laughs> and it keeps getting to be more and more each time so this the school like because Bubba, Bubba 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 Devon and Billy Gunn are all talent scouts for WWE, yeah. Um, and so and they all have worked at the PC. They've been a part of tryouts. So like everything we do is what they do at the NXT tryouts. Like there's a girl in our class who uh, she used to be like a babysitter for the McMahon family, and huh. uh, and uh, now she's getting into wrestling. And they sent like Stephanie and Triple H sent her here. So like this yeah. is where. You should like if you're in Florida and you train anywhere else, you're local. Well, that's cool, man. Uh, whose ass is uh, more important in your life, Billy Guns or your own wife's? <laughs> uh, definitely Billy Guns. Yeah, that's what I figured. That's <laughs> yep. what I figured. That is the case. All right, so here's the deal. AJ Owens got a little bit of time because he's like legitimately in the middle of training right now. Um, this is this is a real deal. How long is this program? Um, well, I'm supposed to have a tryout with WWE in either April or July. So, nice. 
Um, it could be, you know, even past that if I don't get signed, but it could be until April. Wow. Wow. Holy crap. All right. So uh, AJ's got to get back into the ring and get back to work, so we're going to have to fly through a little bit of this with him. So here's what we're doing. We're making our Survivor Series picks. That's why Steve Miggs is back with us. What we're going to do is we're going to pick Survivor Series first, and then if AJ's got to run, we'll, we'll pick NXT, the three of us, and AJ can tell us who his picks are for NXT after that. All right? That's the way that the plan's going to go. Um, and then, uh, AJ, you just want whoever loses to take a hip toss because you've had to be taking them from Billy Gunn for the last 24 hours. Correct. All right, and that sounds miserable to me. I don't really know. So who like, are are if if you if you lose, who do you take the hip toss from? Then if you've been doing it regularly for the last twenty four hours, uh, I'll take a hip toss from any one of the girls in the school. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now wait a second. Is that an option for us? If you come to Florida, I can get two in a ring. Yes. All right, all right, all right. So, gotta, now I gotta see. Now, what if I rented out the Jewish community center? Could I spend a little time with the ladies from the school? Never mind. You know what? Let's get right into this. Let's uh, let's start with this making the Survivor Series picks. Um, Aaron, uh, let's start there. We're in LA on Sunday night for Survivor yes, Series. There is so much I know that we have to discuss. We're going to have to save a lot of that conversation. Some of it we'll get into during the course of picks. A lot of it we'll have to save for segment number two. But let's get right to it. All right. The uh, the first match, the cruiserweight title is on the line as Buddy Murphy defends against Mustafa Ali. Uh, as you know, Miggs doesn't count as a guest, so he just goes into regular uh, uh, rotation, and AJ goes first. I was stupid enough to pick against Buddy Murphy in Australia. I'm not going to make that mistake again, Buddy Murphy. Um, I... Like at some point, it feels like you need to let Mustafa Ali win this thing, right? Like it's it's starting to get a little uh, John Elway ish, but um, I don't see why now. So yes, I'll go Buddy Murphy as well. Uh, yes, I for some reason I thought that this would be Cedric here, and maybe uh, Cedric would win it right back. Just give Murphy the pop, but since it is Ali, I think that uh, Murphy retains. Hey, I think Mustafa Ali at some point is going to win it, but not yet. Uh, uh, man, Buddy Murphy is just straight up gold in that yeah, ring, and I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm I'm glad that he's the champ right now. No doubt, no doubt. All right, next, next we have uh, Authors of Pain versus The Bar. Ooh, 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 ooh. I guess the question is, why would you let Authors of Pain win the belts? And then, no, I am overthinking this. Authors of Pain is the answer to this question. Yep, yep. The Bar doesn't really have anything to gain for this, while right. Authors of Pain really do need to win right. over a quality opponent since they've beaten <laughs> they, the B team and the Raw, you and know, Rawls on his own. Right, exactly right. Like, they need to they need to do something. Authors of Pain wins, yeah, for sure. Go yes. ahead, Mix. Uh, we all win when there's that moment that Drake Maverick faces off with the big show, and that's all I care about. Yeah, that would be good. Oh, do that, I'm, I'm canceling my subscription to the WWE Network. Uh, but yeah, Authors of Pain are winning this. I didn't even think about that. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, he has to do something with Big Show. I yeah, he does. Yeah, one hundred percent. He's gonna he's gonna take a phenomenal choke slam. Yeah, I think he should uh, maybe try to recreate the Floyd Mayweather thing and come out with brass knucks. <laughs> I think that he should at least consider that possibility. Uh, AJ, go ahead. Uh, do you need me to answer? Yeah, thank you very much. Next. <laughs> Next, we have Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, Dean Ambrose, very conspicuous by his absence on this card, and and I feel like I'm going to be saying that for the next three matches. So I think uh, Ambrose gets involved, and Shinsuke Nakamura gets a much-needed win. Uh, yeah, I didn't even factor in the whole Dean Ambrose thing. That changes everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Nakamura as well. 
Well, and I'm kind of pissed because I've been picking Nakamura to win this match for like three weeks. <laughs> and now everybody's jumping on the damn bandwagon. Nakamura wins. Um, look, one of the issues I have is I feel like I'm picking a little bit too much Raw, so you kind of have to get a SmackDown win in there somewhere. And then, uh, you know, the other thing, too, is let's let's all I, – I, I hope they don't ruin the match with Dean Ambrose' involvement because I think with Becky off the card, we all admit this is the most excited we are about any of the actual matches on this card, right? Like, this is uh, – Yeah. With, with the I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious know. about the champion versus champion. The, uh, I'm actually Lesnar very pissed that you said that after you bitched and complained about – fucking Roman Reigns going to face Brock Lesnar instead of D- Daniel Bryan for fucking years. Well, yeah, great. Now we, finally, the- now we finally got it with all of two days of build. Hooray! And, and you can't do the underdog, and you can't the underdog do the- face Exactly anymore. right. Hooray! Yeah, I'm thrilled for the way this thing played out this week so we can get five minutes of Brock Lesnar tossing around Daniel Bryan. I'm sure that'll be great, but we'll get to that in a second. In the meantime, um, yeah, Nakamura's the pick. So this, is not, this isn't going so well to start this. We oh, need to, yeah, need to mix it up a little bit. The same. Um, so yeah, next one, and I, I think this is going to be another everyone the same. Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte. Jesus, this is going to be a oh boy. We gotta... <laughs> yeah, you don't just change things up and then all of a sudden Charlotte's beating Ronda Rousey. It's uh, it's going to be Ronda Rousey. Yep. Uh, look, I am I am really ner- I it it just struck me this week, and I, we could we could sing the praises of Becky Lynch for so long, and we'll talk more about this situation in segment number two. But one. Like it struck me this week that Becky Lynch. Have you ever hated Nia Jax more? Oh, of course not. And right? I and you know how much yeah. I love Nia Jax. This is a really I'm difficult so thing. I'm so glad it was Nia Jax because with her newfound heel turn, this is. It, it does. It does work. I'll also say this: if they were gonna have Becky lose this match, this is probably the best thing that could have happened. Oh my gosh! This is. I mean, this it, could be her Stone Cold breaking the neck at it, SummerSlam it, moment. Yeah. Like, Stone Cold was over, but what really put him to the very top was when he broke his neck and looked like a complete well, badass in the process. I, this I, is I, Becky. I also think they were teetering on the crowd perhaps turning on Ronda. <laughs> like, yes. this yeah. is nuclear heat. Not, not Which perhaps, you guys laughed at Ronda's, before. During right. Ronda's promo in front of the ring, I mean, in the ring last week, it was a Becky chant. They right. That was a heel promo this week. It was. Not, not, and again, there's a big difference between a Becky chant and a and true heat uh, wait, on wait, wait, Ronda. Wait, wait. No, there isn't. Not when, it's, not when Ronda Rousey's in the ring. Well, okay. How many times have I come in here and said... Ronda Rousey knows her name, yet people keep chanting. You're, now you're right about that. It's definitely, and yet Becky Lynch was Becky was the chant. But there's Ronda. there's a that big there's still a big difference in. I'm not saying that that's not significant. It's very significant. But there's still a big difference in them chanting the other person's name versus them dr- just dr- booing the s out of that I don't person. Think, I don't think you realize Ronda Rousey. If she was facing Becky Lynch in that match, she was going to get booed. Might have. Oh, yeah. Might I, have. I, very I well. That a few weeks ago, I was wrong. Very when I said that. well. Um. I and as things build because, up, but because things changed since then. For example, Becky Lynch broke her goddamn face. Fucking a. Yes, she did. God damn it! And just it was one of the greatest. And, that was one of the greatest. Called it, and she called it Irish war paint, man. Oh, it was yes, the God, greatest it was freaking thing I've seen in forever. I, Becky I, Lynch is the best thing in wrestling, hands down. People I could, are selling shirts with that on it. And I, I saw that. I really kind of need to buy one. I could listen to Becky Lynch call Ronda Rousey Ronnie for the rest of my life. It's the <laughs> greatest thing I've ever heard. Everything about this was set up to be wonderful. But again, there was no way they were going to let Ronda Rousey lose. So... It's probably for the best that they're not doing the match. 
because you don't end up blowing everything here, with Ronda Rousey. Here's the, here's the thing that everybody keeps overlooking, too. People keep saying, oh, now we're going to get Becky versus Ronda at WrestleMania. No, I don't think so. I think we get Becky versus Ronda at, like, probably Royal Rumble. Yep. I'm, I'm thinking co- maybe we get horsewomen versus horsewomen. That's what I was going to say. The thing that's so obvious now is that with her hugging Charlotte afterwards, mm-hmm. more horsewomen's right back on the table. Yeah, yep. I agreed with yep. that. Um, I actually... I don't know if I want them to do that. It, 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 I really. I just. Ho- I, I want Becky to be one on one now. Right. She's everything. God, Becky is. She's in the. If we Vince, think- shut your goddamn dog up. <laughs> Dude, I can't help that, man. All right. <laughs> she's the ultimate heel. Is 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 the best? I think we've all agreed that that CM Punk is the the best or the closest thing to Austin we've had since Austin, right? Yeah. Um, would we agree that Becky is now? At least in that territory, well, she's getting. She's not quite there yet, but yes, it's unbelievable. She's approaching it. She is Dude. the most important thing on television. It's un- and it's, probably the most important thing in years. It's unreal, man. It's unreal how fucking great Becky is. Uh, look, yes, the answer to all this, of course, though, is Ronda. Everybody knows that Ronda is the answer. I mean, the only other option is: do they do a new, no contest here? Uh, but I'm not going to pick it. Right. I mean, like, th- th- why? The only way that would make sense if they were planning on doing a no contest between Ronda and Becky to begin with, and now they just want to keep like I eh, yeah. No, I think no might... no contest makes a lot of sense when you consider Nia and Tamina might just come out. And yeah, it, it's Nia and Tamina. You you know you threw this match together, so if you have a no contest, at least you can try to sell it down the road later as okay, this is the real contest between them instead of you know blowing the money matchup we've all been waiting for. Like there, there is something to be said about a no contest. Okay, so pick I just it, don't pick it, have some that. balls. Okay, that's what I thought. Go next. All right, Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, AJ. AJ. Daniel Bryan. Oh, Daniel are you for, Bryan. Are you for real? I don't think I don't think you put the belt on him that right after, like the way that they did, and have him not win by a squirmy fucking heel, fucking. Like piece of shit way, even if it's count out. Like, I think I honestly think Daniel Bryan wins by count out. Um, it, it'd be interesting. I don't. I don't believe it for a second. Um, I have no idea why they did it this way. I've, we can talk more about that um, as the show goes along. I have plenty of theories, but what I'd say is, if it's Brock, th- this is teetering. Clearly, on Clearly, AJ Styles failed for PEDs, right? Uh, it, it's a possibility. <laughs> like, <it's> possible. Yeah. <laughs> um. What I would say is, uh, this is very much like my John Cena uh, thing. If Brock Lesnar's in the match, then I assume we're not really going to get a match. We're going to get him throwing a guy around a little bit, and ultimately he just wins, and that's the end of it. And people are just grateful that Brock Lesnar was there, and they pay their money for it. So that's what I assume happens here. Yeah, I mean, I do wonder if they make Dan Bryan look a little stronger, and maybe AJ Styles ends up costing him. Because, again, another guy who's not on the card right now is AJ Styles. So maybe he gets involved with this match, and, and that's how they kind of keep the heat on Daniel Bryan. But, yeah, I'm not picking against Brock Lesnar here. See, I thought I was going to be the only one picking Daniel Bryan. Holy I, I shit. definitely think he's going to win this. I think he's going to do whatever it takes to win this. I think he proved it against AJ Styles. But, boy, that's, a, again, it's a really quick story to tell. You've, you've told that story in all of three minutes. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm sucked in, though. I mean, I know that it was a I'm not. Look, oh, I'm, I'm not. sucked in for it. Right. I'm not telling you I'm not. I'm not telling you it was a bad idea what they did on Tuesday. Um, it's a little – I don't know. It's I, 
No, it's not. Nothing about it's bad. As long as I still get what I want out of it. If I'd end up losing what I want, as long as I what, still what get. If, what if we're getting Daniel Bryan versus Miz at Mania like we all talked about, but completely reversed? Miz not, is the plucky underdog care. face. I do not care for that whatsoever. I do not want that. I want it the way I, that I want. I don't see that. I don't see Miz becoming that guy. All right. Next. Uh, all right. For these, uh, for the teams, we are going to go a point if you get it right, half point for each team you get get right and if you pick a team you know for soul survivor if you pick a soul survivor you get it wrong you lose a half point we all good with that wait, wait say that say that again huh so so you pick the winner of the match team Raw right team i understand pick the winner then you pick okay. the soul survivors you can pick as many soul survivors as you want one two three whatever you get for each you get right you get a half point for each you pick I, and get wrong i disagree with, not the soul survivor i, I, I disagree I, I disagree with losing points i disagree with losing points i, say, I do not well, okay, then why wouldn't you just pick all five teams if you he don't lose points? He was just vetoed. Don't worry, Aaron. You don't have to say anything. He was just vetoed. It's two versus no, one. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. So you're saying... No, I, I think you only get the points if you get the actual combination of people that are left. If you just guess all five, that doesn't count. Oh, like, so you're saying that... Okay, so you wanted it to be that if you pick one and two left, you don't get any points. Right, that's what I'm saying. Right. No, uh, that's what... I don't like that. That blows, because... With my pick, I'm gonna. I already know who I'm picking as the as the women's sole survivor. And if they, if the two of them are not, if only one of them's left, I'm gonna be pissed if I don't get a point for that. Well, you wouldn't get a well, point either way. You would, you would get zero points because yes. you'd lose a half point for yes. the person you got wrong. So, True. so your your thought process is even dumber than mine because no, you thought you were smart. You no, thought you I, were so yes. scary smart. You get plus a half and minus a half if you pick two of them and only one that of them survives. Equals out to zero. And what if I pick two and they both make it? Then you get a full point in Jesus. both ways. Yes. So basically, what we realize is it's not really all that different one way or the other. So then both of you are fucking idiots, right? Well, so are you. Mix no, is the I, smart one. My, Great. Let's move forward. I'd just rather do 300 squats than listen to this argument anymore, I'll be honest. All right, we, wait. So what are we doing here? Can what, we take that as an option instead of doing the hip toss? Uh, whatever. Do your stupid thing. I don't care. Whatever. Do your stupid thing. All right. We'll do it, we'll do it my stupid way then. Uh, team Raw versus Team SmackDown, the tag team match. Uh, I believe that, oh, Glenn, you crap. are first. It's me. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, it, well, SmackDown has to win this one, obviously, because they they actually have tag teams on SmackDown. I will say that both the Usos and the New Day are survivors in this match. Yeah, that was my exact pick. SmackDown, Usos, New Day, just because, again, they are the best. Right. I'm going to go SmackDown, but I'm only going with uh, the Usos. Yeah, but that's my exact thought process too, Migs. I'm going with only the Usos, so that the Usos come out as the number one contenders, um, and it's Usos versus the Bar. I think they should all win so they have another match to determine number one contenders, because how is it a bad idea to have another Usos New Day match, or, for example, to do it forever in my dreams with the Backstreet Boys playing? (laughs) True. Next. Oh, man. Are we, we are going to go see that concert, oh, right? Are, are we going to see the Backstreet Boys when they come to D.C.? I'm sure we're going to skip that one. I'm sure we're not going to be in the third row. Figure out how much those tickets are and then uh, let me know because I, 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 we need to be very close. Close enough that I can throw my panties at Nick Carter, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, I was team... always an Aaron Carter guy. He was like 12. <laughs> what kind of weird? <laughs> but he well, so was Jack he. in basketball. Oh, he did. That is true. He did beat That's Shaq. True. That is a known fact about Aaron Carter. He actually, it's recorded in history. He defeated Shaq in basketball. Great point. 
that that's factual right there. Uh, let's move on here because we're running out of time for AJ. Team Raw versus Team SmackDown women. Oh boy. Um, I am going to go with Team SmackDown here. Uh, I just think that they've set it up kind of nicely where it's like basically the faces versus the heels and, and in an exhibition match, you go with the faces in that case. I will say... I'll say Asuka is the sole survivor, but depending on who the mystery person is, maybe that person is, but I'll just say Asuka. Uh, I'm also going Team SmackDown, and I'm, I'm torn about Asuka and Sonya Deville. Uh, but yeah, uh, Asuka, and she's a sole survivor. I, I think that the, the mystery person is going to be Nikki Cross. I just want to say that out loud now. That'd, sense. that'd be awesome. No one's complaining mm-hmm. there. Um, it is Survivor Series, and she, yes, she did debut in England, Europe, but she also wasn't on SmackDown this week. So it's like, it's like another big pop for her to come out at Survivor Series, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And they love to debut people at Survivor Series. But I'm actually picking Team Raw, and I'm picking Nia Jackson, Tamina as the social. Uh, yep, that would be the other logical way to go. Uh, I yeah. too, I too, am picking Team Raw, and you are a son of a bitch. Um, I, you know what, I'm gonna. No, I, I don't want to screw with this. I was gonna, I was gonna go Nia and Tamina. Now I'm debating whether or not I think there could be some awkward thing with Ruby Riot and Natalia, where uh, Ruby screws Natalia, something like that, and Ruby ends up being the only survivor. Uh, and would they, would they let Nia be a sole survivor after what happened this week? It'd be great for her for heat reasons, but Jesus Christ, that's that why is- it's gonna happen. Because, because. This she already was just turned heel, and it actually got way more heat than I thought it would when she turned heel. Um, and then immediately after that, she ruins the match Ronda versus Becky and break breaks Becky's face, and then taunts about it on Twitter after. Then taunts about it on Twitter, and then yeah. comes out and is the and her and her home and her cousin are the sole survivors at Survivor Series, beating up everybody else on SmackDown. Yeah, bro. All right, you've talked me back into it. <laughs> You talk me back into it. Give me, give me, give me Tamina and Naya. But I, boy, it is. Look, I'm not telling you wrong about any of these things. It just does feel at some point as though there should be some sort of punishment for the fact that you know you broke Becky Lynch's face. It would seem they as though they don't always punish people for like they didn't punish Rollins because he ruined Finn Balor's shoulder. Right, but some of these things or ended Sting's career. Some of these things seem to be more genuine mistakes. Some of them now with Naya, you're getting to the point of a little bit more recklessness. Like you, you say that, but Alexa Bliss got five concussions from Ronda Rousey. That's also true. You're right about that. Ah, uh, I don't know. All right, fine. I made my pick. I made my so pick. So Naya versus Ronda, who can injure the other one? That's what we're getting. Ooh, actually, <laughs> you know what? I might be in for that. I might be in for it. All right, finally. Uh, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown men's side. Migs, you're first. Well, I mean, clearly the the best wrestler in the entire world is winning this. Shane McMahon, right? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, God. Uh, I'm gonna I'm going with Team SmackDown and I got a SmackDown sweep. Interesting. Yeah, that's actually not a. Maybe <laughs> I shouldn't do that. Damn it! Whoa! Um, shut up, Aaron. What are you doing over there? Let the man make his picks. Migs, don't make listen to picks. this, asshole. Pick how you'd like. Thank you. Thank you, Glenn. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. This I'm going to stick with SmackDown. Team SmackDown. Yeah. And uh, Miz is going to be the final guy. God, that's a terrible pick. You really should have changed that. Uh, AJ. <laughs> AJ. Uh, I'm going to go with 
Team SmackDown and Miz as the final guy. That's how you set up Miz, Daniel Bryan. You know, uh, the answer is Team Raw and Drew McIntyre will be the sole survivor. Uh, I am going with Team Raw as well, and I am going with Dolph Ziggler as the sole survivor. Okay, I can't believe we're he all... Does have a neck, by the way, we're all dumb enough to have not picked Braun Strowman. We really well, should. Braun right. Strowman's getting eliminated by Baron Corbin. Like, Baron Corbin's doing something to get him out. Maybe. Maybe right about that. All right. All right. Uh, let's AJ- quickly go through NXT here. Well, I, mean, I can just tell you my picks. Yeah, quick, right. go ahead. I am picking... <clears throat> I am picking... Uh, Johnny Gargano, Shayna Baszler, Velveteen Dream. Oh, and the Undisputed Era. All right, very All good. Right. Uh, AJ, tell everybody about what you're doing, including uh, back home uh, locally. The uh, canned food drive is coming back. Uh, yes, it is. I am uh, this Saturday at the Maryland football game versus Ohio State, and at the Maryland volleyball game. Um, we'll be collecting cans for Sarah's House, which is a homeless shelter in Fort Meade, Maryland. Seventy um, percent of the people at the homeless shelter are children. Um, we've been doing this now for like six years. So um, it's really awesome that the university is so involved with it. And uh, I'm just so appreciative of the fact that so many people in the community back home are willing to help me take care of people in my community. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. What else? And people- you can uh, follow me on social media at AJ Francis 410. Um, SCW is, is going to have one of its first big shows on December 15th. Um, you know, uh, it's going to be, we got a lot going on there. Um, if you follow me on social media at AJ Francis 410, you'll get more information about that, about my music and about wrestling. I got to tell you, I, uh, I was trying to find out more about the sausage castle. So I Googled it this week (laughs) and... Look, I, I, hey man, I know sometimes times are tough when you end up out of football, but uh, I, I was just surprised. I was very surprised. But these gentlemen seem very, you know what? They seem really nice. Um, so just, uh, just uh, best of luck. Uh, I would make sure you're you're lubed up before you you get in there. Okay, that's just what I would make sure you do with those boys. The uh, sausage ca- sausage castle. Oh you yeah, clearly, you clearly never actually googled the sausage. I'm doing a gay porn joke, AJ. When you, you stay I get, with I, me, I, I, I know. But my also my point is, you clearly never googled the sausage castle. Why don't you go ahead and do that and then tell I, me how gay? I actually have. I'm just making a joke. Come on, man. We we had uh, Mike Busey on our uh, podcast a while back uh, because uh, for for many reasons, and and he really just gave us the layout of that place, and it sounds like the greatest place on earth. It's it's it Disney is. World Mix. for men. Migs, yeah. the five world for men. always welcome at SCW. I want to be damn straight. I do. This is my only issue. Oh, with AJ, it. I'm going to be in. Um, um, actually, my wife and I are going to Disney World in a couple of weeks. I was going to hit you up if you're around. You should come. Come say if hi. It's, if it's the weekend of December fifteenth, come to the Sausage Castle and you can be on the call. <laughs> uh, it's uh, the week of like the twenty eighth of November. We're going to be there for a couple days. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll be. I'll be there. All right. All right. Yeah, for sure. You guys want to? You guys want to handle anything else? You guys have any other like personal details you want to like get who, your? Who had the best match on Raw this week? Oh shit! I don't even remember. It, I... It was, I mean, there was one clear one. I just don't remember what the clear one was right now. Jesus Christ! I, I like I know it's coming and I forget to do it anyway. Remind me. Remind me who had the best match on Raw, and I'll tell you it was. Uh, I believe that Finn Balor had the best match on Raw. Yep. Um. Yeah, Finn Dolph. Yes. Okay. Wait a second. Are we are we eliminating? Are we saying that like we can't include everything that happened at the end of the women's match? It wasn't a match. 
Was it never actually a match? No. no I thought it, it just, started... It was... I thought it started with... It started with a Becky promo. Oh, it, it started with Sasha versus Bailey. Yeah, I thought it started with something. But some... it, it ran for like 20 minutes after they, that or 15 they minutes. They stopped the match, though. The match ended, and okay. then everything else happened. All right, then fair enough. Fair enough. Then we'll just go with it. Uh, you can update the standings for us next week, all right? All righty, All right, buddy. You. There he is, AJ Francis. We'll check back in. Have all fun right. dealing with Mr. Ass. Yeah, right. Say hello. Say hello. We can get him on the I'm show. I'm an ass, man. Um, <laughs> we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back in. We'll make our NXT picks, and uh, then uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about, uh, the obviously, a major, major week as far as storyline is concerned that we had to blow past in uh, segment number one. Steve Miggs, Aaron Oster, Glenn Clark, and... The main event. Vent. Vent. I know it's coming. Thank you, AJ Francis. It's jobbing out. Pressbox's Project Game Day is back at halftime and post-game for every Baltimore football game. You can react live with us on Pressbox's Facebook page. Glenn Clark hosts at halftime, and he's joined by the NFL chick Sarita Hubbard post-game. Project Game Day is brought to you by Glory Days Grill. Catch all of the action at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill, where they have tons of TVs to catch every moment of every game. Glory Days Grill. Great food, good sports. Pressbox's Project Game Day. Facebook.com slash Sports. Back in here for segment number two of Jabbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun, Rolling Stone. Uh, AJ is gone, but still around is Steve Miggs. Hey, Steve Miggs, what's going on in your world, pal? Uh, dude, just lots of, I mean, a ton of stuff. This weekend, um, I'm super busy with, with wrestling in town. Uh, 3 to one Battle's got a big show on uh, Friday night. And then I'm wrestling at a, a show in Maryville with CPW on Saturday. And then on Sunday wrestling with uh without a cause which is a new promotion based in everett uh which actually gonna be a lot of fun do you know the wrestler effie uh yes yes he's gonna be there and if you don't know him do yourself a favor and watch some of his promos glenn i'm positive that he will be not your favorite wrestler but top three now wait a second you're done watching his promos now wait a second because i don't want to end up getting myself caught here i'm gonna say i already recognize him (laughs) so that next week when i say i've been a fan of him since 1742 Yes. I will not yes. be a fraud. So what I can tell you is Miggs, I – what's his name again? E-F-F-Y, Effie. He, I he wrestles love with fishnets and he has Effie. puppies involved in his promos. Everyone knows how much I love Effie. I've <laughs> always been an Effie. Again, it's E-F-F-Y, you said? Yes. The Y. Love. All capitalized, actually. Love. Oh, my – I knew about Effie before Effie knew about Effie. And now what does he do again exactly? What <laughs> – He's a, he's we need he's to a just start making up guys for Glenn to be fans of. Yes. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Will you be dressing as a turkey in any of these matches? No, but maybe I should. You really, you really. <laughs> say, someone has that. to dress as a turkey in one of these shows coming up, right? You really. Yeah, because you know it's great timing that both Saturday and Sunday are having events competing with NXT and the WWE. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. that is not smart. Whose idea was that? <laughs> Not mine. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, And then, of course, you're still involved with Defy, right? Of course. Of course. We've got uh, uh, the the next one is in Portland. Unfortunately, I'm going to be in New York visiting family. 
Uh, but that's going to be huge because Randy Myers is going to be taking on Shane Strickland for the title. I want to see that match so badly. Oh, I do. And, and then you got Tommy Dreamer. He's going up against uh, the Devil Drexel, who's a great wrestler from the Portland area. Um, uh, Willie Mack is taking on Shaft, and you that's saw Shaft. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's going to be a beatdown, that match. That's going to match gonna be awesome. Uh, and then uh, the, the uh, Santiago and Ethan HD are American Guns. They're the champs. They're going to be there as well. There's just, I mean, and then in December, we've got one happening in at Washington Hall again, December 14th, I believe. And that one's going to have the American Guns taking on, I think, the Lucha Brothers, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that won't suck. Yeah, none no. of that None of that and, sounds and, bad. And then uh, Bob, if, if Shane Strickland stays champ, he's going to be taking on uh, Artemis Spencer. And Artie is... Truly, I, he had a match against Ray Phoenix where Ray kicked him in the face, super kicked him so hard that his teeth went through his lip. He had to get stitches that night. Uh, Artie is a well banned Phoenix from wrestling. Then, yeah, clearly reckless. Oh, <laughs> well, he's not related to the Rock, so he is going to get in trouble for it. Uh, that's a good there point. Go. That's a good point. That's a really good point. All right, so lots so, of stuff going on. The Northwest is just going crazy with uh, independent wrestling. It's, right it's now. unbelievable. So it's a really good time to be in the Northwest if you're a wrestling. That's fan. awesome stuff, man. At I'm Steve Miggs, of course, is how you yep. follow him, and he's got the podcast, and he's got the radio show. And, Dude, how about I was supposed to chat with Becky Lynch uh, the day after all that happened? Oh, uh, 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 and uh, because of the concussion, they had to cancel her tour. Uh, and I was just like, yes. you got to be kidding me. Yeah, I was so I excited after all that. I'm like, this is the best time ever to talk to Becky Lynch. Great Damn. timing. She was going to talk to me about The Marine, uh, which uh, is a fantastic movie if you haven't seen it yet. Are you Are you sure? Are you sure? Dude, honestly, it's like my wife's like, Do you, are you enjoying this? Because I watched the screener ahead of time. And I'm like, it's just, just ridiculous action involving Shawn Michaels. Becky Lynch is a bad guy in the movie. And The Miz. Yes, of course I'm enjoying this. This All is right. a blast. It, it would be a good drinking game, right? Dude, it's awesome. <laughs> it's so it's, it's it's exactly what you'd expect from the Marine Part Six. I have more. A, it's amazing that there's a Part Six of that. I have. You know, I don't. I don't remember Parts Four and Five to be honest I, with I, you. I think I got Part Four because when we had Miz and Summer Ray on, uh, as you I know, got, I, I have, got a DVD of that. Yeah, as you know, I have been in official protest mo- mode since they removed one of the great performers of all time, Summer Ray. From the Marine <laughs> franchise, I refuse to watch another one since that point. By the way, how uncomfortable was it when we were like, we had to talk to Summer Rae? We're like, oh yeah, then Summer is here too. Oh, anyway, I, Miz. I, I think my favorite part of that is you, you tried to come up with something to ask her, and you're like, so you're a reality star. Do you find yourself <laughs> getting not taken seriously in the locker room? And Miz I, is like, wait, you're asking that to her? I, dude, I, like, what do you want me to say? Like, I needed to come up. Nobody, we didn't, we didn't want to talk. I love Summer Rae. And so, by the way, uh, in any other f- scenario on the planet, Summer Rae, who's gorgeous and was honestly great. I think we can all agree that Summer Rae was yeah, great. She, I would she have started the women's revolution. That's that, right. Summer Rae started. The, I would have loved her, talking her to Summer Rae. The problem was on that particular day, you were like, oh, you guys have 10 minutes with The Miz and Summer Rae. And I'm like, well, I'm not wasting three of them on Summer Rae. I know that. Right. <laughs> I love her. God bless. But I got 10 minutes with The Miz. I, you know, I think Summer Rae is going to get about 30 seconds. And I think I'm pretty sure I cut her off as she was answering the question. So anyway, Miz, uh, back to you. Do you remember one time we had uh, Aaron Paul and it was like fresh off of Breaking Wait, Bad did, did, was it Was it with, Kid, was it with like, Kid Cudi? What's that? Was it with Kid Cudi as well, by the chance? No. It okay. was with the director of whatever the okay. movie was that he was in, though. I think Kid Cudi was in that movie. Yes. It was It was a, a video game. Need for Speed, maybe? Yes. 
Okay. Yeah. So they're, they're like, they come by and they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to have Aaron Paul and Kid Cudi. And this is the hilarious part is that everybody else that I knew was freaking out about Aaron Paul. But, like, me being a guy that, you know, enjoys weed smoke and music a good bit, I was actually really <laughs> stoked to talk to Kid Cudi. And so I'm sitting at the table with the other guys because this is the Super Bowl where they just – it's a bukkake. And so they bring by these guys and, like, all they want to do is talk about Aaron, to Aaron Paul. And, like, I – this is the dirty little secret about me. I actually never watched Breaking Bad, like, ever. And I kept trying to jump in with another question for Kid Cudi, and I was getting daggers every oh, effing time funny. I did. Because you remember how hot Aaron Paul was at that point. Like, he oh, was... Oh, yeah, dude. He was on top of the world. Yeah, well, and wasn't like, there oh, yeah. an Aaron Paul chant at some point at, like, the Chicago Raw? When yeah, they were trying for, like, something like that. That was what they went with, an Aaron Paul chant. Dude, it was... He was an <laughs> A-lister at that point. I mean, like, as a star of stars... In that moment, and I was the asshole that kept trying to jump in with another question for Kid Cudi. Like, so, uh, uh, Kid, any, who, uh, what NFL players have you gotten high with? Like, I was that guy. And they're all just looking at me like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and, you're, and your guys are looking at you like as if, like, Aaron started asking questions to Summer Rae. Correct. You're right. wasting our time right, we've got asking the questions to Kid Cudi. God, yeah, I was that dick. All right, um, here we go. Uh, let's, let's do like, – you know what? Can we, Ms., how quickly like, – do you have some time here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, before All right. we make our NXT picks, let's go more in-depth on the two topics that we had to kind of blow by uh, a little bit in the first segment. Let's talk more about everything, all of the fallout. We, we start with Becky. Um, and I guess the first thing is the Nia conversation. Because I do feel as though there, it requires some amount of nuance between Nia's utterly reckless and we hate Nia and that whole thing that's going on versus the idea of just throwing out there, hey, this shit happens in wrestling. You're right. It does. It does happen. It happens to her an awful lot. But that's the... I I don't know what the gray area is here for defining that, because as you guys know, I love Nia. I can't believe how much they've botched her character since she arrived on the main roster. But this is a... It's... We can't ignore this any longer. It's got to be problematic. And the thought that you just sort of move forward as if nothing happened. And I, I get it. We're right on the heels of Brie Bella. I understand we're right on the heels of a lot of things. But this is a lot in a short amount of time when it comes to Nia. The Brie Bella one, really, I, I thought it was a little overboard, especially with the, with the concussion that happened. I mean, if, there, there were so many factors. that it, it wasn't just her. And and honestly, I don't think it was really her at all. I think it was just a matter of, of, of Mandy just yeah. – Going right into a kick when she should have kept her head up. I mean, that's. I mean, look, I'm. I'm obviously not training with Mr. Ass or anything like that. But you know, I mean, I, I do train with some great trainers, and the first thing you always have to do is make sure your head is up. You got to keep. You, you can't lean into something like that because bad things will happen. The the Nia Jax one, man, I have no issues with. I mean, accidents do happen, and it, it's a it's a, it's a physical sport. It's not ballet, but that that man. When she threw that punch and I saw that footage, I was just like, "That what were you hoping to accomplish with the way you threw that punch? That was a, I don't know if maybe she got hit before that and she saw red and just decided to throw a punch like that. But I don't know. I don't know how you, you, you get away with throwing a punch like that. I mean, that was just – to me, that was reckless. I don't know if there was any ill will or ill intention. I think that that's a stretch. But that was just a reckless punch. Yeah, I mean, I don't know my – if I had to guess what happened there, you know, they were told, hey, this is supposed to be, you know, a personal moment, Raw vs. SmackDown, even though there's nothing personal about it, but right. that's what they were told. So she was like, okay, I got to, you know, make this look stiff. And in fact, she just decided to throw the biggest haymaker she could. Um, 
that that would be my guess. But like, you know, the the difference between this and Brie Bella is Brie Bella might have done botches before, but to my knowledge, this was the first time she had actually injured somebody. Right. And with Nia Jax going back to you know just over the past like say eighteen months, like there's six or seven different cases of her either injuring someone for long term or at least knocking someone out for a week or two. Someone would be we would be irresponsible to not point out, look, Nia Jax does have probably more power than your typical female performer, right? Like that she is a she is a specimen unlike even it, all of these women are unbelievably athletic. Like athletic yes. in a way that the three of us could never dream of being. Uh, although Migs all uh, like uh, Migs how big are you? Uh, you give me give me your statistics. A six three, two hundred and ten. Exactly right. Pounds. That's exactly right. So what 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 do they announce you when you come down to the ring? Uh, they say I'm from luxurious Puyallup, Washington, and <laughs> I'm the local celebrity Steve Miggs. They don't tell anyone my weight. <laughs> well, that's probably for the you, best. You don't have them six five, two fifty. No, no, none of that. Just, I, you know, the minute I walk out there, people know my size. They can see it with their own two eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they know. They don't know. You don't look. You don't look exactly like uh, all of the other boys. Is what you're saying. You might say that your music should be. He's not like most boys. That's or, right. Or exactly. even I would you know, go with. Not, he's not the, like the most night, girls. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You're good. Uh, I, I stepped all over you. That sucks it's with fine. Skype. Sorry about that. I tried. I tried. It's what it's worth. It was, don't worry. We'll edit it all out. So, so I wish I could see a better video. I mean, the video you see, you, you can't also tell. I mean, you got to factor in what was Becky doing at that moment. I'm not laying blame on anyone, but maybe it was just the perfect storm of her stepping in at the wrong time with a punch that was coming hard, but she had zero intention of it going anywhere near her face. I mean... I, it, it, it could happen. The weird, weird stuff happens in that ring, man. Like I remember doing a, a training session of all people it was with Gabe Sapolsky. He was in town and, and we all got to train with him and, and learn from him and, and have practice matches in front of him. And me and a guy ran through some stuff and it was a routine clothesline, but the way that we did it and it was just a perfect storm of bad timing. All of a sudden his whole forearm is just smashing my entire face to the point where he had my teeth marks cut into his arm. And Every other time we've done it, it's been perfect. It was just that one time, either I stepped into it the wrong way and he laid into it the wrong way. There's a lot of factors, I think, that go into it that I don't know. I don't necessarily think that Nia Jax is unsafe. I think that there's just been maybe it's a black cloud over her head right now when it comes to these moments. Or maybe she's just like you said, she's a bigger woman wrestling smaller women that maybe aren't able to withstand some of the 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 size that she has, if that makes sense. I totally understand. What do you, what do you make of, there's a, look, I know that it's very clear. Becky Lynch is hurt, right? Like that's very evident. Yes. Yeah. What do you, she has a broken face apparently. What do you make of some of the conspiracy theorists that exist? Uh, I referenced how this ultimately ends up being probably better for WWE, then I know it, it's not great to not have Becky Lynch on the card on Sunday. You don't want to have, right now, she's so white hot, you don't want to have an, an event that doesn't have her on the card. But what do you make of some of the conspiracy theorists that um, suggest that because they're allowing Nia to keep talking about it and Becky to keep talking about it and they're not acting like it was a horrendous moment, that, that there's something here that isn't exactly right? Man, I, I think it was. I think they're they're, they're allowing all this to go the, the way that it's going is because it wasn't intentional. It's not like Nia Jax set out to hurt Becky Lynch, and they're in a business where sometimes the best stories 
come from real life crap and that really happened right. so why not put You're more trying heat to, you think on Nia Jax and create even more lore for Becky Lynch man the, vid, the video like all of us those gifts and those videos of her just with the bloody face oh, and her arms out are epic it's unbelievable I mean it's one of the greatest visuals they've they've had in years it's just and so and she was red hot I think she's even more hotter now and she doesn't yeah. it, she's not even in the match and, and th- you know, this is what I, I went back to. I referenced kind of Stone Cold breaking his neck at SummerSlam. Obviously, he was red hot going into that. But him coming out of that, trying to, you know, insist on wrestling, even though he had a broken neck, looking like a complete badass, you know, defying authority in the process. Like, you go that route with Becky, and then yes, which they are. They're saying, I really want to wrestle. They're not let you know, Paige won't let me. They won't clear me. I still want to wrestle Ronda. Like, she's all of a sudden the biggest badass we've ever seen. That's, that, you're right about that. That's uh, that's all true. There's no doubt about that. But, um, I mean, there is something to be said about the conspiracy of maybe she isn't – maybe she didn't get a concussion, and, and maybe the writers or whoever saw what happened and said, we could create even more drama by not having her wrestle. Which, if they did that, that's whoever is that. It's right. I was going to say that that's so unlike WWE to 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 do that to make that risk to just say like, all right, we're changing everything right here because of one scene, and we know how well it's going to go over. That I don't believe it, but I almost hope that's the case because that would show some tremendous insight. Holy shit, uh, no doubt about that. I also don't know if WWE should be effing around with uh, concussions. Just throwing agreed. It out. You know agreed. what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know if that's something that they should be trying to use in storyline. And I, I just think that's too much, considering uh, lawsuits, considering a number of things. I just think that that might be something they would prefer to like. I mean, look, remember when they were trying to the broken nose? Remember so they they're were not to, faking that, right? Oh no, no, obviously. Right. And remember they were trying to make a storyline out of like. Who was it that they that they wouldn't let finish a match, and they said it was because of a head injury, and they were trying to, to like incorporate fucking concussions in the storylines oh, a couple summers yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a was really it, was it Dolph? It's, I don't remember. It's something like that is right, and it was just awful. I mean, it was a really, really awful, um, and they abandoned it pretty quickly, and I think that was for the best. But what do you think about that at times? I mean, we even saw it in the match with AJ Styles, not as much, but we see it from time to time with Daniel Bryan, where you could say see that he's selling his head hurting and i just wonder if they're they're not out and out saying oh could it be another concussion but i mean they're yeah. definitely as a fan you watch that you're like oh shoot is that the moment where he just got another concussion yeah no i hear I you mean, we've, we've talked about remember when we saw him and he did the flying headbutt during like, a commercial dude, and we were just like dude this is I, I don't enjoy watching this no no i mean it's just it's brutal it's really brutal in those moments I, I don't know. It's tough. And again, somebody – and Migs, I'm sure you know this. Somebody would step in and say, guys, you're overthinking this, right? Like this is an unbelievably physical oh, yeah. sport. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? Like this is what football players say all the time is you guys you guys think more about this than we do. Of course, uh, AJ wouldn't be here for this conversation. Um, but regularly, <laughs> like we'll, you know, we'll be having a conversation on the show about head injuries or something like that, and we'll incorporate a football player. And more often than not, football players will say, look, man – and they're not trying to come off as – um, completely dismissing the conversation, but they're saying is like we know, we know what it is that we're doing. We're very aware of it. Um, and there's a fine line from being hurt where you can continue to work right. and being hurt where you have to sit out for a month or two. Right. Think about. I mean, there are probably wrestlers out there that are known for being stiff or snug or however you want to call it that maybe never put somebody out of out of a match or out of a situation for an extended period of time, but quite possibly are hurting somebody often but they're able to continue to wrestle these guys and these ladies are wrestling hurt all the time so i mean for us to just vilify nia Jax, i always kind of like there's probably someone in that roster that's probably 
hurting people on a more frequent basis, just not to the extent where someone has to sit out for an, uh, a, a certain point. period of time. It's a very fair point. Very yeah. fair point. All right, now to the Daniel Bryan thing. Well, hey, can, before we go to Daniel Bryan, can we talk about uh, the fact that they did pull the trigger on Charlotte Ronda instead of, you know, they could have done anything out of there. I thought it was okay. Okay, but to go what, what else really could they have done? I, I think you could have the Oscar match would have been not Man. necessarily as big as Charlotte, but it would have been a big match and it doesn't blow off the, you know, we've been talking about this as the money match for, you know, since WrestleMania. Okay, but I think it's interesting that they decide to pull the trigger. I think there's there's twofold right now. We all agree that in this moment, if you're doing a one on one match at, at WrestleMania, there is no argument that Charlotte at, at today that Charlotte. Um, Ronda is bigger or better than what you're ultimately going to get from now. You, I guess you could say from a um, there, that perhaps there are more casual human beings that are aware of Charlotte Flair. I was going to say from from a mainstream perspective, I, I don't know that's I, the case. I'm not. I think we would vastly oversell this. Let's not pretend like Charlotte Flair is still someone that goes and does the Today Show or goes on Jimmy. But Fallon you would have you would have involved like Rick. Y- you would have. I get that and. I guess twofold. My argument is, you can always involve Ric Flair in anything that you want. You know what I yep. mean? Like you, you, you. If you think that's the difference, Ric Flair can suddenly be in Becky Lynch's corner. That's not that hard. It's not that hard if that's what you think the difference is. Um, in in wrestling, in terms of wrestling, there's no argument. The only argument you can make is that maybe there's slightly more pop culture benefit from having Charlotte in that match. But le- we can't oversell that and try to make it seem like Charlotte Flair is a Bella Twin right now. She's not. She's not thought of in that way. She's not in that world. Um, might be at some point, but today isn't. Um, so I, I think in that immediate moment when something like this happens, the recognition becomes, well, if we were going to do that at WrestleMania, we are way better off doing this. And so why don't we do the other thing now? And I do wonder if we all, as you guys brought up in the first segment, we all overthought this and the intention yep. all along was for them to do four horsewomen and four horsewomen at WrestleMania. Um, and so because of that, w- what the hell? You know what I mean? Like, why why wouldn't they just go ahead and slide this in? We might have really vastly overthought this thing. And I'm honestly watching, and again, chalk this up to probably me overthinking what happened on, 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 on SmackDown the last time when, when Becky picked Charlotte. It almost felt like they acknowledged that, you know what, the idea of trying to make Becky this heel is not working having Becky be this person that's just a badass that, you know, it was an obvious moment of respect for Charlotte that she had, which wasn't what was going on before all this happened. Uh, And I don't know. I walked away from that thinking, okay, well maybe this is their chance to pivot and stop trying to push Becky as a heel down her throats and just be like, you know what? Becky's now the new stone cold. Like we've talked about, But they have to be careful with that. Right. They have to be careful with that too, because as we know, Migs, uh, WWE doesn't always know what a heel and a face is supposed to be. Yeah. When they try to make someone a face, you make them immediately less badass. but there's no question. That's what the intention was. It was, if you like just the subtle things, Paige introduced her as the man. That was the first time that was used affectionately as opposed to, you know, yep. kind of derisively the man. The fact that they had all of the women behind her applauding her. She that, was uh, she cut a face promo. I, I that was agreed her on as all a counts. super face. Let me let me throw two things out. One, do you think they would ever do that with male performers? The scene that played out on Tuesday night, do you think there's any world in which they would have ever done that with male performers? Where a male performer gets hurt and they go have some emotional kumbaya moment in the ring. Uh, it depends yes, on I how do. I Cena do. 
Yeah, if it was Cena or Roman, I think yes, they would. You think they would have brought out, trotted out all the male performers, put them in a ring? Well, not all, but they would have no. brought out a group. And you, you're think right. They, you're right. They you, wouldn't have done it the way they did it. But I could see like something, whether it be Daniel Bryan or Roman Reigns, can't wrestle, and then passing the torch to a certain other wrestler, but not make it where you have the entire roster in the ring I, with them. I, I do think they, they they're still sometimes falling back on some gender specific tropes. That at least this one made sense though. Because she did have to have them all in the ring to pick. But she didn't. She didn't have to have them all in the ring to pick. Not at all. She could have come out and be- just been Becky by herself and said, by the way, I was given the opportunity to choose my replacement and then announced it. She could have done it that way. There's a million ways that you could go about doing it. This, this thing where they bring the entire... And it speaks to me the same way that it was weird as effing shit when Ronda Rousey was trying to sell the notion that her winning the title was a major moment for the women's division. It was not. There is no world in which any of the other female performers should have ever been happy that Ronda Rousey won the title because it meant they didn't have the title. And that's the concept of being a performer. Somebody is going to have the title. You want to be the one that does. Um, so that was always awkward. I still feel like they fall back on doing certain things with women's performers for as much progress as they made that don't actually make all the sense in the world. That when one thing happens in the women's division, it's the only thing that's happening in the women's division suddenly. It's, I, you know, I see, I 100% see your point, the, the, more, the way you explain it, because I think their intention is to celebrate that the women are something pretty damn fantastic, but in right. a weird way, in the way that you describe it, you're absolutely right. It, it, it's setting them back in the sense of, oh, well, they're still not on the same level. Correct. Yeah, we're celebrating them, but we're not, we're not putting them on that same pedestal as the men, which I, you're absolutely right. This is the cool thing, as we've talked about the last couple of weeks, and, and I said the cool thing about what happened with Becky and Charlotte is that it was the best moment. All of these firsts that we've been talking about and how great it is to have a first women's rumble, how great it is um, to have a first women's pay-per-view, and I'm not taking away from any of those things. What made that is that nobody needed to be told how great it was. Mm-hmm. No one needed to be told this is the first time blank. Nobody needed to be told. Everyone watching could just sit back and say, holy shit. And in that moment... It overtook anything else that's happened to me. Yeah, there was no, there was nobody going. This is the first time a woman has wiped right. blood was, on her own she, face and, yeah. and got the. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this the, was, it was every, awesome because it was awesome. Everything it, that it was seen. the most important thing on the show, and that was really the first time we could say it without and without having to be told. We didn't right. need to be told that it was the most important thing since the Becky Charlotte program began. Everything they've done has been with Becky has been better than anything else. And that's taking nothing away from other great things that have happened in WWE programming, right? Like, there's been other good stuff. This has not been a bad, I think, for considering this is the fall and they've been up against football, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I think they've done a lot. And given the circumstances, given the fact that you lost your top performer on one show to, to cancer, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I think it's been unbelievable yeah. what they've done this fall. But yet, and think no. about it in a sense of like a Daniel Bryan thing with Becky. Uh, both are, are are kind of running parallel worlds. You know, think about that run with WrestleMania 30 and all that. Becky was never supposed to be no the, the, the star right. of the women's division. It was because of the fans. Now, granted, they didn't do any kind of crazy takeovers, but the chance were starting. The, the 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 frustration when she wasn't winning was starting. All that happened. At no point did they ne- – they never – I mean, I'm just speaking from my own well, – you know, how I see right. it. They never wanted her to be the A-level Of course not, wrestler. but she wasn't supposed to be Charlotte. 
She was supposed to be a, a top mid-card B-level person, I think for sure. But the way that she's handled this and, and, and taken every opportunity and, and ran with it in the way, I mean, I think this, we'd be talking about how awesome of a segment that was without the bloody nose or anything like that, but that just took it and skyrocketed it to the moon well, and because of just how, how she handled it. Right, exactly right. Her credit to her as a performer. And I don't want to take anything away from WWE because we're almost, it sounds like we're saying they did this in spite of WWE. Not, no, no, not no. Necessarily. I, I'm just thinking it's like Daniel Bryan. They never right. really viewed him as being a superstar. But, the fans got so loud and made it very apparent. No that question. WWE's like, you know what? Holy we, crap. We, we better recognize this, that. But right. you're right. This guy is a superstar, no different than but Becky. Part of the reason it worked for both of them is because we were actually reacting to all of the work that this company had done with those two characters. Yeah, and yep. this is the problem that we constantly have. And I talk about this all the time, is that sometimes it, you've done the work now recognize it and don't just abandon it. It's like what I talked about and why I was so effing pissed off last year that they inserted Drew McIntyre into the NXT title picture. Dude, the work had been done. You had sold yeah. me on Roderick effing strong. Like, unbelievably, you had sold, you did the work. You gave me a main event blood feud that I was clamoring for, that I needed, and instead stepped in and said, yeah, but we need to make Drew McIntyre a star, so we're going to piss away all the work that we've done. I'm crediting you. You did so much work with Becky Lynch, and, and to speak to what you're saying, uh, Migs, no doubt, it's very comparable to Daniel Bryan. You did so much work that now get out of your own way. <laughs> I'm enjoying <laughs> the work that you've done. Let me. Don't don't try to make it something that it's not. I you didn't need to do these certain things. I you had done so much with Becky that I was thirsty. I was bloodthirsty to have Becky have a moment at SummerSlam. I needed it like I needed air to breathe. You know what I mean? Like because of the work that you had done on that character for so long. Everybody had always loved Becky. We all needed that. Um and now get out of your way. Get out of your own way. And let this thing that, in fairness, I'll give you credit for. You created it. Now let it run. Don't feel the need to force Charlotte back down my throat. No, no offense to Charlotte. We all love Charlotte, right? Has anybody stopped loving Charlotte in this process? Is anybody trying to say that she's lesser? No, she's still great. But my God, I, I've got one thing that is burning, blazing fucking hot, and this other thing that's still pretty hot that I'll always be able to come back and enjoy. Run yep. with this. Run with it, and that's what we've been asking for. Um, do we need to? I mean, like at this point, though, I guess I'll leave it at this. One of two options: Will you be mad if they end up going four horsemen, ver- four horsewomen versus four horsewomen instead of giving us Becky v Ronda at WrestleMania? I'd rather um, have Becky. Oh, go ahead. I don't know. Go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say I wouldn't be mad. I I think the better option right now is a nuclear. Heel Ronda versus face Becky. And they're playing right into it, by the way, with those Ronda. Pro- I don't know if you saw her tweet or Instagram or whatever today. Yeah. Just another just sheer heel promo. Yeah, I saw that. I just, I think that's really hard to ride that that long, you know? Like, I. I, it, I it, well, it depends how long Becky's out. Well, no, I. Don't I think, yeah, I don't think she's going to be out for very long. I, right. There's that thing. But I think more if you're trying to push this off until WrestleMania in order to do it, I, you got a lot of time that you got to keep Ronda as your top star on Raw, and you have no one on Raw to play her off of... You have Nia. But Nia's a heel. Nia's a heel, but then, you, yeah, so you do that, but you you then... You, you also have a lot of time to play with it. So in January, you can start really, really pushing the heel it, thing. You kind of have these cracks here. By the way, I don't know if they think that she's a heel or not, because that to me, that could be uh, Vince McMahon thinking that was a face promo. 
by the way. Not sure. But, That's possible, right? Um, I, I think they have a chance to do it now. And plus, you know, once you get to the Rumble, you got Rumble. You don't have to have a Tom and You can, but you don't have to. You have the Elimination Chamber. So it's not like you have to have one person who's going mm-hmm. after her there. I, I, so I see I see more of a them pro- probably having that match at the Royal Rumble. And I, I have no problem with the Four Horsemen versus Four Horsewomen at WrestleMania. If it's, if it's I, I honestly think Becky, with how hot she is, it would raise the level of... Charlotte's great as she is, but I think it's, it can only help the rest of the ladies and the four horsewomen uh, to have that kind of rub from from Becky Lynch. And it starts making me wonder, Is this, I know uh, AJ said that he thinks it's Nikki Cross, but could it be Shayna Baszler I, that's, that's going to be the one that's was, showing up? It's so funny you say that because I was thinking uh, the Survivor same thing. Series. I was thinking the exact same thing, Miz. I was thinking, that could she lose the title on – we haven't made our picks yet. Could she lose right. the title on Saturday night and end up being the one that goes into the mix? I, I only bring this up. I would reset the clock if I were them. I would aim for Ronda Becky at WrestleMania and then mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. if you can push off four horsewomen, four horsewomen until next SummerSlam. Yeah. That and that's be... the only reason I don't think Baszler will show because a I think she they should show up the the three of them with the rest and of the, the four horsemen and the other two don't... aren't ready yeah well a I don't know if they're ready but even if they are you're you're not putting her as the fifth member of a Survivor Series team with the other like you you want them three as a unit I disagree with gotcha. that I think you could absolutely have Baszler in there with the two like they haven't wrestled at all on NXT like I don't think there's any any suggestion that they should be wrestling right now I think you could bring up Baszler and have the two of them continue to work at NXT. And still, you know, reunify them. Everybody knows that they're, you know, partners or that they're friends or whatever you want to call it. Um, I think you would have the option of doing that. All right, let's try to fly through some of this. Let's talk about Daniel Bryan. Um, are, are we of the belief that that this was completely rethought this week or that maybe this was always going to be the intention for Crown Jewel and just be, to be put off a little bit? Like, what is our what is our thought process on how this comes about? Well, it's clearly three Bellers' fault. She got bad and got in the head of Daniel Bryan. I mean, why are we overthinking? <laughs> you know what? Guys? I, you know what? My God, Migs, I genius. Sometimes, genius. sometimes the uh, the correct answer is the easiest answer. You are right about that, sir. <laughs> Uh, way, how awkward I, is it when they try to like have Renee Young talk about Dean Ambrose? We're like, like Renee Young's like, uh, yeah, I don't really want to talk about, it. and they're doing the same thing with uh, Johnny right. and Candice on NXT, where you're like trying to have one be a heel and one be a face, but yet you're purposely intertwining them. Like, it, you're just better. It, you're just better off not like ignoring it. You're better off. Why exactly. do you? Why do you have Michael Cole ask Renee Young about that? Right, like. How because is that? otherwise you'd have people like us saying, why isn't he just asking her these questions? But you just don't have them react. <laughs> like, it makes you wonder even why acknowledge relationships in the WWE. Well, that I agree with. Right. I've ranted you know, about that for years these now. Moments. Oh. It's inevitable. That, I mean, we all uh, hope that the Bellas would go bad again because they're great as heels. But I remember thinking that. I was like, well, how does this affect Daniel and Bree? What? And it's just like, why are we even worrying about this? And they should not be in the same world together. And by the way, is the Candice-Nikki uh, Cross thing might be the weirdest attempt at positioning a face and a heel there. So let me get this straight. You're mad that she was trying to let people know that your boyfriend or your husband had assaulted someone and that <laughs> and that makes her the bad guy how does any of that work are bad apparently like what the fuck is that i gotta imagine all this makes bookers and writers for the wwe their brain hurt that you know like it's the the world we live in with social media and just paparazzi and whatever maybe they're like you know back in the 80s they never had a word right, right. there wasn't a that's word. True. Yeah. that's true but you know what well, i mean like there, there was goes- no these relationships weren't public knowledge 
Right. But, this goes back to the, the biggest instance in my mind was when they were doing the, you know, Rusev and Lana break up thing, Lana with Dolph, Rusev with Summer Rae. They yeah. got married, and for some reason they felt the need, oh, well, now that they're married, we can't do this anymore. Why I mean, not? I, 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 look, I don't know, dude. I don't have But then that. on the flip side, I mean, had we not had these public knowledge moments, we wouldn't have had one of the greatest digs that Ronda Rousey gave to, to, to well, Nikki Bellas. Yeah, I mean, that like, is true. That is true. <laughs> you don't know what. All right. They at least had to acknowledge that on the screen. That was an on-screen relationship as well true, as a, true. you know. Yeah, they got engaged. It was the most it was the most emotional moment I had ever seen, and I was somewhat sober for it. So I actually, we were there. We we were yes. there for their engagement. Un- unlike unlike the next WrestleMania, I actually remember it. So I've got that going. For me. <laughs> um, all right, uh, let me let's get back to Daniel Bryan. I I really do. I wonder if like I don't know why they would have done this at Crown Jewel because it just seems like that would have been the wrong no. crowd, but. I also don't know what would have changed. I saw people saying something like, did they feel the need to do something drastic because of what happened with Becky? I'm like, none of these things seem to tie together. This, no. This doesn't. I, I think they had the idea that, here, here's my take on it, is that they had the idea that this was happening at some point. They didn't know exactly when, but they wanted Daniel Bryan heel and they wanted Daniel Bryan heel champion. Whether or not that would happen together or whether that would happen where he turns heel and then wins the title, they wanted to position Daniel Bryan heel champion. And for whatever reason, they decided, okay, this is happening now. I don't think this was planned that – I don't think it was happening at Crown Jewel because, as you said, I don't think you do that moment there at that show. And it would have been weird. The crowd might – you know, you can't uh, figure out how the crowd would react there. But I do think that they had this in mind at some point and decided, okay, for whatever reason, maybe it has something to do with Becky. Maybe it's just Vince McMahon woke up and was like, damn it, we got to do it here. And then that's how it happened. I Maybe. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. And, like, I, don't, I also don't know how much important the crowd reaction was because the truth was it was a really subtle thing. You know, like, it wasn't even as egregious as your typical Shinsuke Nakamura low blow. Although some of the well, the, the camera shot uh, didn't catch the low blow, which was really kind of a bummer. Yeah, well, the, we can we can go on for hours about WWE camera work. Yeah, that was a kind of a little bit. But uh, I always have to go back to my wife. My wife sometimes she always likes to bring up just how weird wrestling fans are, especially me. Is a perfect example well, of Mick, that. I make, like, like, re- hang on, the reaction I'm, of all the wrestling fans. Migs, I'm going to say something. I need to I need to say something here real quick. You are involved. With like every independent wrestling promotion on the face of the yeah. planet, you are a, a basically a god to three hundred pound sweaty men everywhere. Your wife better recognize how lucky she is. She better <laughs> recognize that. Okay, you got a, a, your show. I I bet there is not a single uh, a plumber in the state of Washington that does not obsessively listen to your morning show every day, she better realize exactly how fortunate she is. I just want to make that very clear. I, I'm doing but she, that for you. She Pat. finds great humor in the reaction of fans when things happen that are kind of like a mind-blowing moment, like Daniel Bryan turning heel and just seeing some of the fans looking like they're going to cry. And it's kind of fun when you're you know sitting there and I'm like, this is incredible. And she's like, you all are weird. Right. Well, you know, she's not, she's not wrong about that. Uh, let's, let's admit that. Um, I, like there's a part of it that says, okay, I'm for it, right? Like I'm for it because it's it's different and it's fresh, and I like that. I'm again, I'm going to be vastly opposed to it if it 
Fs up with what I needed, which was Daniel Bryan and The Miz for the title at WrestleMania. And I I don't know how anybody doesn't see why that was the best possible thing that you can do. And I, I guess you could still do it. You could. I just... It would be really weird, but you could. There's a lot that's got a twist between now and then, and that is not like it is getting late early in that process. You know, like it I is, mean, not a lot has to change. All you have to do is turn Miz face. Well, that, like, again, that's all that, you have to change. Miz face never worked. I don't I, I agree I mean, with you, but I mean, we've talked about this in the past that Miz is starting to get more of a reaction. They might be thinking about it here. And Here's what happens if you start cheering them. I understand, but that's not the WrestleMania moment. It's oh, just I not. agree. I agree with you. But like, they could do it. You could do it, but you do that for another event. You don't do that for WrestleMania. Is f- built for this. It's built for the hero to overcome. Yep. Right? Like that's what you're. That's that is the spirit of WrestleMania. Unless Triple H is involved, in which case the spirit of WrestleMania is he wins. Um, <laughs> so I mean, you know I, who's going to rise up to end the tyranny of right, Daniel I saw Bryan, your, right? I saw your tweet that this is going to lead to Daniel Bryan, John Cena, and Christ. Like I, you know, like it's the most logical thing right now. Scarily, I I think that this very, I think this is tough though. I think this really depends on what they're doing with Daniel Bryan as a heel because I I do still think that more people than not, like Daniel Bryan's fan base isn't. Six-year-olds, you know what I mean? Right. I I still well, it's everybody. Let Let's be fair. That's, it's everybody. That's, there are right. six-year-olds in there. It's fine, but I think there's a boatload of Daniel Bryan fans that a week later we're gonna look at it and say, yeah, that's not what we wanted, but we still love Daniel Bryan. Well, it, it See, is weird I, that they're positioning him as the face in his first match after turning heel. Like it's, I mean, even if they're not positioning him as the face, but he's the face against Brock Lesnar. You can't make it any other way. You could say it's fifty-fifty both ways. You could do. That. I no, wouldn't be surprised if Daniel Bryan does something to make that very apparent that he's not the face in the match, though. But I mean, just in the dynamics, the the fact that he's so much smaller, the fact that I mean, the only thing you can do is you have Brock toss him around and it not really be a match. So there is no face heel dynamic. Oh, I think that's. I told you, I think that's what's happening. I think that, like, I. There's a I, I have so many levels of this that I wonder about. I wonder if for some reason they felt the need to to protect AJ Styles and they didn't want to put walk in AJ Styles and Brock Lesnar. I think it's very clear at this point. I people can bring up the fact that Brock Lesnar agreed to another deal, which again is is a different story that we, that would have been the biggest story we had this week until a couple days ago. Um, that I, I still think it's very apparent you're not getting a match with Brock Lesnar. That doesn't happen. There are no Brock Lesnar matches. He's not done one in years. He's not doing one for another well, few the, years. The AJ Styles match last year was, was the closest thing that we've seen. Yes. That's a great point. Yeah. It's the closest thing that we've seen. And maybe there was a moment where they said, and this is unfortunate for me, they still want AJ Styles to be their face champion going into WrestleMania, and they don't want AJ Styles getting thrown around by Brock Lesnar and losing another match to Brock Lesnar. And so this was a means to avoid that, something like that. I don't know. Um, I don't know why that's that big of a deal. If you know that, if- yeah, that just seems like a stretch. I mean, do you, do you do all of this just to avoid that? If you're going to have, but again, you did all Daniel Bryan of- drop the title again. You did all of this to change your main event of a pay per view four days ahead of time. Like I, they don't do that for like that's not something. That the WWE and I guess you can you can always make the argument. Hey, look, it's a different era. These aren't actually pay per views. You know what I mean? Like it's just a different world. Right. And I and I get that to some extent. But they still haven't done this. 
They haven't just, on a whim, changed the main event of their pay-per-view four days ahead of time. Um, I mean, they did well, it was pretty soon like, with Jinder Mahal when they I had was that say, happen. That was, what, a week, and 10 then, days and, before? And they, they referenced that during but, when all that was going on with, with Daniel Bryan. Uh, it, I remember them bringing that up, and I was just like, yeah. I mean, so it has been done before. Wait, wait, Granted, which, time are, which time are we talking about? We're talking about last year, AJ's 10 days before Survivor Series, AJ right. Styles beats Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal for the title. Right, right. I remember that. Don't know, and it was it was completely out of nowhere. It, like AJ Styles was advertised to have a completely different match, and then they were like, "Oh wait, no, we're switching that." They, I don't, I, I'm starting to think they have a writer's problem when it comes to Survivor Series. I mean, well, I, they have a problem where Survivor Series doesn't matter, so they can make these changes. Well, that's part of it too. Yeah, the, the problem that Survivor Series doesn't matter is a bigger problem, and legitimately, I, guys, like honestly. Once AJ will be screaming right now. Once the Becky match came off the card, there really was genuinely a part of me that went from like I was going to go over to my buddy's house to watch Survivor Series Sunday night to being like maybe I'll just watch football Sunday night and watch Survivor Series Monday afternoon. Like I'm just yeah, yeah. It, that was the, oh, I mean that was the main reason to watch. I agree. The only with you. match on the card. Like Seth, as I said, Seth Shinsuke is still a really good match on paper. But I am worried that they're going to screw it up with, but just making it more about Dean Ambrose than being about that match, which should be tremendous. Like I said, all, I think all three of those matches. I think this ends up almost becoming a WCW pay per view with how many just ridiculous run-ins, how many you know cluster fuck right. matches there are. Look, they've got a Survivor Series problem in general, and I don't disagree with that. But I'm I'm wondering if the Survivor Series problem is they're trying to serve so many masters. And they have one writer thinking one thing, another writer thinking another thing. An assumption two weeks ago that, you know, if, if Brock Lesnar is not going to sign a deal, we don't care if AJ Styles beats Brock Lesnar, right? Like, that, it could very well be that as of two weeks ago, they were going to say, let's let AJ Styles get over on Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar's you know, going to be gone. But he, he signed the deal before Crown Jewel, right? No, he signed the deal last week. Why would they ever put the title on him with no deal? Well, because we thought there was the possibility that they were really only doing that to capitalize on publicity, that they, they knew they had him for another couple of events, something like that, and they could always have him drop the title again. It now looks like the, the, the UFC thing might not be happening at all. Right. Like, yeah. That's the craziest part about this. And so there's a big difference between, hey, we assume we've got a little bit of Brock versus Brock's still a primary WWE guy. Those are two big differences, and that might have led to – hey, we had thought about having AJ Styles win, but clearly we're not going to do that now because this is going to be a longer-term thing with Brock than it was before, so we're going to choose instead to protect AJ. Let's put Daniel Bryan. Like, there's so much that I don't know what to make of it. Ultimately, as I've said before, I'm cool with us not knowing. I'm cool with being kept on my toes as a pro wrestling fan, as I've said a million times. I'm cool with it as long as they've got a plan. Problem right. is, and I'm, dude, I'll be honest. I, I really did get excited seeing the look on Daniel Bryan's face as he turned heel. Just when they had that close up with him in the well, title, I was just like, you know what? I've kind of lost, not lost interest in Daniel Bryan, but I don't know, man. Like, I just kind of got bored with him as the character that he was. And this is such an exciting thing to see what are different. they going to do with him. Yep. I don't think it's going to be Miz Daniel Bryan at this WrestleMania. I could see this being Miz Daniel Bryan. At the next WrestleMania, granted, they're probably not booking that far in advance. No, but you, the- you got to give us time to let him be a heel. At some point, obviously, he's going to turn face for whatever reason again, and that's when you can start thinking about Miz and Daniel Bryan I, again. There's, there's that history of that story between them. I don't think you need to rush into right. it, and I don't think it needs to be resolved at this WrestleMania. 
Uh, but I'm pumped to see what what's going to happen with Daniel Bryan right now. Go, going back to what you said about kind of the look on his face now, because you got just the look on his face where I did, you know, he did the low blow, and I honestly didn't know where they were going because there was also a look on his face where it was like there was a little confusion. There was almost like a disappointment. I thought for a second, oh, he might actually just say no, I'm not going to win this way, and like back off after that. And then yep. of course he he does it. So just those like five to ten seconds right there was some of the best face acting we've seen in a while from any wrestler, and, and it was a wonderful moment. Um, I'm, nobody's There's nothing to argue here. The only thing I would say, Migs, is the troubling part for me, and I, I hate saying it this way, but when it comes to Daniel Bryan, I, I can't assume that I've got WrestleMania 2020. You know? True, and that's, true. That's, mm-hmm. the, that's the tough part for me, is that, like, I, I, once upon a time I thought, um, hey, it's not the end of the world if I didn't get Brock uh, Bryan the way that it should have been. I can get it again. Well, as it turns out, I can get it again. It's just that I'm not getting it the right way. I'm not getting – if you were ever going to do Brock Bryan, you do it David versus Goliath. It's the easiest written storyline in the history of professional wrestling. But I have 100% faith that whatever you put Daniel Bryan in, he's he's going to make magic out of it. And, and I, quite possibly what we're going to get is going to be better than David versus Goliath. Uh, I'm, I mean, you, you can't uh, say you can't. I mean, dude, the guy is great. He's money in whatever that he tackles. and it's But the, the character of him being this underdog kind of got stale. I, so, I, I, I agree that, with I you I think there, all of these way. things can be true, Migs. I think they – like. I'm not telling you right now is the time to do the David versus Goliath Brock Bryan thing, sure, right? Sure, that, sure. The time to do that was five years ago at of WrestleMania, course. right? Like they, it all lined up, and then they just they couldn't pull the trigger because they were obsessed with Roman Reigns. It had to be Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns. I get it, you know they wanted to make a star. They they it's what it is, but they had it. It's as I keep talking about. You did all the work. You just let something else get in the way. Um, Today, I don't think that it would work the exact same way. Although, eh, if you're telling me that you could have, you could have figured out a way to do it if you had planned it out for a little bit longer. I don't know. I don't know. The problem is you just don't have the time because you didn't know that you had Brock Lesnar locked up until a week ago. Um, <laughs> so, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that Daniel Bryan can't make this into something better than what I think it's going to be. I'm just very concerned that anymore. Assuming anything like the match just isn't the payoff with Brock Lesnar anymore. It's just not like it's so rare that you get a real genuine match that involves Brock Lesnar that it's hard for me to make the assumption that I'm ever going to get that. Um, You're right. You guys are right to point out that a year ago they did. They did that a year ago. And how many actual Brock Lesnar matches have we had since? Right. Yeah. No kidding. So, and I don't think I'm going into Survivor Series excited. This, you're right. There's no buildup between him. And I'm Brock intrigued Lesnar. by it. My, my, my excitement about it. Survivor Series is to see what is Daniel Bryan going to do in this. Like, what, what what exactly is happening with him as a heel persona? And I do think that's, that's what I'm excited about. I think they've got a lot of work to do because I still think that if that there's a there's some part of you that says a certain percentage of fans, yeah, I didn't. This isn't. I get that he's he is a heel, but at the same time, I like Daniel Bryan. I'm inclined to like Daniel Bryan. I'm excited, as you said, Mix. I'm excited about this. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'm inclined to boo him. Yeah, yeah and yeah, against AJ you. Styles, I, I think that that's the nice thing they have going for him is that presumably it's him versus AJ Styles through the Rumble. Maybe I still I still it, I think it's a tough Daniel Bryan thing they got to work with. And unfortunately, the only real way to get people to boo him is to make him a bitch, not an opportunistic heel, a complete bitch, a la Chris Jericho. 
that. I'm okay with that. And I, I'm fine with that, too. But they've got to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that was the glo- – Chris Jericho, who we all – who is one of the greatest performers in the history of professional wrestling, was so good. And Miz, to an extent, is – look, Miz is a different animal, but he's played that part of it well at times. Jericho, none better than. You could always get Jericho as a heel because you could always make him a bitch. You were always capable of just making him an utter, total pussy. Um, I'm using words that I know we're not supposed to use anymore in 2018. But I, I'm, I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. God, it's yeah. what it is. You and know? we're really just biding time for the ultimate bitch to make his way to the WWE, and that's MJF. So it's well, like <laughs> how dare you? MJF is the greatest performer in the history of performers, and you will show respect. I will. I have, interviewed him, and he walked out of the interview. I'm that's not happy gold. With the man. God, that's gold. Oh, he's so yeah, the guy's the best. Did, did he so say he had good. to get his hair done? <laughs> no, no. The best part, I haven't posted the interview yet, but at some point he goes off and he's like, "You're just a lo- like you're from Seattle. What's wrong with you?" And I go, "No, actually, I'm from New York, same area as you." And he goes, "What?" And then he looks at me. He goes, "Why'd you leave?" He was so <laughs> disgusted by that. It was great. He's the amazing. Money man. He's I love amazing. that guy. Oh, he's he's, he's, a, he's I can't going... wait for him to be in the WWE. Yes, he's going to be a giant star. There's no question about that. Yes. All right, uh, let's make our NXT picks, and then oh, yeah, uh, we'll, we let, we'll let Migs run after that. Uh, five matches for Saturday night. Also, why? In... Wait, 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 wait. There's five. Why is there not? There's four. There's only four. Yeah, there's I think four. there's four. You're thinking about the Riddle Ono match, which is not on the card. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah, All right. it's being taped before, and he didn't, and AJ didn't give us a pick for it. So yes, there are four matches. Okay, four. Did matches. you guys see that uh, that YouTube special with Matt Riddle? No, the I per- haven't watched it yet. I've heard oh, dude, it's fantastic. The Performance Center now has their own. Oh, YouTube, YouTube channel. I did hear about that. Yeah. Well, it's um, it's what's his face? It's the guy who does all of Janela's videos. Giancarlo just signed with them. What? No wonder why it's done so well. Yeah, it's it's. A fantastic I don't know. I don't know video. specifically if that's him, but I know he just signed with WWE. So I think we're gonna get a lot of crazy stuff. All right, I'm down for yeah. that. Yeah, subscribe to the WWE's Performance Center YouTube page because I think that there's going to be some really cool character development with some of these NXT stars that are up and coming. I mean, I already love Matt Riddle. The, the guy's awesome. He's incredible. It just makes you love him even more. Dude, when he said debut, I popped so loud. He's <laughs> like, I made my debut. I was like, I have no idea. I'm, I'm like, it's totally plausible. He was just stoned as shit and didn't, like, that was a mistake. But my God, I. If how how he doesn't somehow incorporate that into his repertoire moving forward, I that is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. The dude has a um, trippy mushroom tattoo on his ribs, man. Oh, like God. I think it's the greatest thing ever. Like God he's bless. Just, he is God so bless, wonderful. Man. He's one of a kind. All right. Um. Very quickly. Uh. Go ahead. Uh. Aaron. Uh. Alistair Black versus Johnny Gargano. I don't know who starts. So Migs, just go ahead. Oh, like we have any idea who makes oh my god i'm an idiot go ahead just say it you just first of all take his penis out of your mouth and then say it i you know what i'm going with gargano Even whoa alistair black is the greatest thing in nxt i'm going with gargano yeah the answer of course is gargano um you don't turn him healed and then have him turn around and lose him like the, no. do the exact same johnny gargano thing that he's always done no and this and this won't hurt alistair black one bit right correct you um, know what I'm saying that Black wins by DQ here. I'm saying for for a number of reasons. A, I have a lot of heels winning down the uh, down the card here, but uh, I think that you can do the thing with Gargano where he just beats the crap out of him, or you know maybe Alistair Black gets a roll as he's getting the crap out of. Where Gargano stands tall at the end, but Alistair Black wins the match. So uh, I have Alistair Black. Uh, it's, yeah, all well and good. I disagree. Go ahead. Next. 
Uh, Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler. This one is tripping me up a little bit because the the the, the possibility of Shayna Baszler. Like, I guess what I would say to the theory of it being Nikki Cross is, you brought her out on TV. Why wouldn't you just go ahead and say she's she's part of Sanity now and she's on SmackDown and she's going to be part of the team? Like, I I I get AJ's argument that you're saying that one happened in Europe, so it's almost like it didn't happen. I don't know, man. I saw it. It was on yeah. SmackDown. <laughs> Um, so I don't know why, why would you feel the need to keep it a secret until now somebody would probably remind me there have been plenty of cases. It's, it's also plausible. They don't know who it's going to be yet. And or, this or is, that, you know, they were just so focused on the Becky Charlotte thing yeah. that it was just, it, it's not so much that they're keeping it a secret as it doesn't really matter who that. Right. And so the fifth is. person it could be Mandy Rose. Exactly. Right. Like, I think that's also plausible. And I think if we went back. This goes back to my the writing issues that you have with Survivor Series that sometimes things just get lost in the shuffle, whatever it is. That's also true. But the Shayna Baszler part is it's super intriguing to me because that would also put Shayna Baszler on SmackDown kind of being like a representative for Ronda Rousey. And that's really good if you're trying to get the Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch ultimately. So... It might be what end up cost, ends up costing me, but I'm going to have the balls to say it. I'm going to say that you gave Shayna Baszler a second run so you could call her the only two-time women's champion on NXT, which is cool, and I dig it. Or the first two-time, whatever, because obviously if you you know go this way, then Kyrie would right. be a two-time champion as well. But she gets to be the first, and you can always label her that way. But I love the idea of Shayna Baszler debuting on Sunday and being on SmackDown and having that just reminder that exists on SmackDown that she's there with Becky Ronda's sort of present in a way that you couldn't otherwise have I love that idea Shayna Baszler loses Kyrie Sane wins Shayna Baszler debuts on Sunday night uh I'm not overthinking this one they uh, in my mind they didn't put Baszler and the horsewomen together just to have her lose again three weeks later or two weeks later however many weeks it's been so may I I do think that that's the idea is she does lose and immediately gets called up in that role, but not here. Um, I don't think Shayna Baszler is losing the title, but I could still see her showing up with the NXT title and it could easily create some kind of drama between her and, and Asuka for all we know. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't foresee Carrie Sane being champ uh, after the NXT takeover. All right. All right. Very good. Next. All right. We got the War Games match, Undisputed Era versus Pete Dunne, Ricochet, and the War Raiders. I just want to mm-hmm. say I'm so glad we're going back to the, all right, one person's coming out at a time. You get the the mismatches. Right. I, that's, that was always one of my favorite parts about War Games. I missed that mm-hmm. last year. So I'm glad we're getting it here. Um, that being said, I'm always going to go with a team over so a easy. kind of mismatch. So, so I'm going with Undisputed Era. Uh, I'm going with the War Raiders. What? Uh, yep. Yeah. And I'm also thinking that this will be the match we talk about being the best match of the night. Well, I have no doubt. I mean, but I mean, dog, one of these teams is a team. (laughs) Like the other one is just four guys. And they already had Dunn and Ricochet sort of going at it with each other this week. Like I, I would actually kind of like your scenario because I think sometimes this is too easy. Like I, I just can't fathom how you don't have the undisputed era win unless you're trying to set up, you know, like a, a Roderick turn or something like that, right? Like, in, it, unless you've got a bigger plan here, 
I don't I don't know what that would be like. I, you know, I, I, I think like there, there, there's a lot of there, I think that and granted I'm maybe overthinking this and that could be the theme of today's podcast. But the, the War Raiders, there's something obviously special with them. And I, what better way to get them to a different level than that they were responsible for beating the I mean, era? I I hear you. I just uh. I I think there's something to be said now. If this was just a random group of people against just a truly like undisputed era was choking the life out of it. You know, they were the four they were the four horsemen. They had every title. They were running roughshod over it. And these were four random people who came together for that. I think that's where you say, yeah, that's why you pull the trigger. But the undisputed aren't that right now. And so I feel like you just go with the team. Look, y'all thought I was crazy picking Jinder back in the day. Well, picking part Buddy is true. Murphy back in that, the day. That is true. And somehow yep. I get lucky. Yep. I, I do like how we're going at least, you know, a little bit off on a limb as opposed to Survivor Series where everyone was picking the same thing. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still going Undisputed Air. Go ahead. Yep. And, and I uh, a lot of hip tosses, so I have no problem taking a hip toss. So that's awesome. I, I actually part. don't even really know if a hip toss is that bad. Like, I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue what I'm getting myself into. And, and Lord, I. <laughs> I owe so many bets at this point that I'm going to have to take a week off of work to just repay them. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, Guys, need, when did, whenever football season ends, attention press box. When football season ends, I'm going to need that week off. Like, I'm not going anywhere with my family. You, you, you got to go up to New York to do yeah. the cosplay. You got to eat a cake. You got to do whatever else you got to do. My family's like, hey, you're taking the week off work. Do we get to see it? No. No, I have far more pressing issues to deal with. Go ahead. Uh, the last one. Champa versus Velveteen Dream for the title. AJ picked Velveteen Dream. Uh, uh, is this me? Mix. Oh, yeah, Mix. Uh, I'm picking Champa. Yeah, uh, sure. Velveteen Dream is not winning the title. Look, I love Velveteen Dream, and he should, but no, you're not getting in the way of. Again, as I say, Lord knows they could end up screwing this whole thing up, but it, you're setting up for another Champa Gargano thing somehow at WrestleMania weekend, and you don't screw that up. You you have Champa keep the title. Yes, 100%. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's set up here. You have Champa versus Aleister Black in, was it Phoenix? Yeah, Phoenix. And then you have Champa Gargano. Yeah. Like, it's so easy. Yep. Just Don't do screw it. it up. Just do it. Exactly right. All right, Migs, uh, you basically just did the show, and I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> so then, Migs, we're going to need, we, we're gonna need you for a segment. It's going to run an hour and a half. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, it's um, the time you all right because Monday night, I mean, Thursday night football is about to start, so I want to watch the Seahawks. Oh, that's so. right. It oh, runs yeah. right into that for you. Very good. All right, dude. Uh, at I'm Steve Miggs on Twitter, and yep. again, uh, all of the wrestling promotions in the entire Pacific Northwest is is what you do and listen to the show on 99.9. And at, this, at some point, he might just start showing up at your house, I think is the way it works. I think that's eventually the way this starts playing out. I have a new person I would like to plug. Oh, oh. <laughs> hang on a second. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. This is all based for many reasons, but in my opinion, she has the best entrance music in NXT. I would like to plug Bianca Belair. Oh, I'm a big Bianca well, Belair fan. Yes. Trust me. I'm a big Bianca. Yes. I, have you put in any time with uh, my new uh, favorite Casey Lennox from MLW? Oh, dude, I heard the interview, and I, I could understand your I would just, I would just, <laughs> just, just, just camp out over there for a second and see how that goes. By the way, she and I have talked daily. Like, really? Daily. Well, I wrote a story about her, and it's just a whole, like, we've talked daily for it's the last couple of weeks. Oh, oh, she doesn't know. <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hope are we this... gonna see you on the news glenn That's i really hope i really hope this isn't the week where she's like you know glenn and i have sort of become friends i'm gonna listen to the show again like i i've been grateful that she didn't listen to any of the other shows that we did i really <laughs> hope that that doesn't end up being the case because we have talked a lot 
Well, oh, I think you did a very good job in your intro, making it very apparent of your thoughts. I mean, her, like, so I, I wanted to get it I don't out think there. Any of the things that you said without you, her. You didn't scare her off. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't think anything that you said without Jesus. her being on the other end of the line would come as any kind of surprise. Migs, what I love about you is that you're not really scared off by being in 2018. Like, you're still willing to dance right up to a lot of things. Like, there's still a lot of things that you're willing to do that I am terrified of, right? Like, the like I had a moment after we did the flaccid penis bit where I was like, is this going to be the one that's going to cost me a job? Is this going to be the one that the Jesuit school that I work for is going to get a hold of and say, Glenn, we love you, but what the fuck do we say about this? Like, how do we the, answer how do we answer to pat myself on the back. You guys all thought I was nuts for that idea, and that turned out to oh, be no, it was the gold. greatest thought, drama of uh, that episode. A hundred percent. It was gold. It was the, some of, I mean, that was some great storytelling, and, all because of a flaccid penis. And I got a boatload of new underpants out of the deal. It couldn't have been a bigger win. Oh, like, yeah. What That's a, right. What a great yeah. win it was. Shout out to Ben Nash. But I'm still worried that someone is going to go back and listen to that whole thing, send it to my boss at the huge Jesuit school that I work for, and my boss is going to sit back and say, Dude, I love you. You do a great job. But what do I say? To the all the Jesuits that go, like, what am I supposed to say to the father that runs this pro? I'm gonna have to say, dude, I get it. Like, I, I'm not even mad. I understand. <laughs> like, I, I just that's the way it goes. Like, there was a moment, legitimately, where I thought about saying to Aaron, like, we're gonna let that show live for a month, and then we're just gonna go ahead and take it out of perpetuity. We're and just gonna get rid of it off of the we're podcast. Gonna, we're gonna let it live for a little while, and it's gonna be fine. But what we're not gonna do is leave that there, so that in three years. When I go viral for some dumb thing, it ends up living, and that's how I lose a job. Like, I'm not going to allow that to be the thing. And by the way, it still probably will. So if you're trying to get me fired, I would go ahead and do it now, because in about a month, at the end of the calendar year, I will probably make that episode disappear. Somehow, somewhere. But see, I think at the end of the day, all it is exemplifying is the, the love between a man and a woman in a relationship that you could do those things. That I is think true. the bigger scare for them would be your, your obsession and the things that you do to Kurt Angle. No, well, wait, a second. wait a I second. I think that's a bigger problem. I, you know, than, than you sending a flaccid picture. Well, of your penis to my own wife. We, yeah, we right. Can't, we can't take down every single episode. They can it. take down right, one. right. They can take down that one. In order to remove all of the Kurt Angle masturbation jokes, we would have to basically end the show forever. That was like, in the intro hey. for most of the time. God, yes, that it is was. So true. <laughs> oh, By man. the way, I got I got to point this out because we have some more Twitter gold from Becky Lynch. Uh, Funko put out coming soon Ronda Rousey pop. Becky responded, I already own Ronda Rousey. Oh, oh she's gosh. Great. She's great. Just, All right. Everything she does is fantastic. Uh, Migs, uh, I love you, buddy. We'll talk to you Likewise. very soon. All right, pal. Have a happy See Thanksgiving. You, you too. He's Steve Miggs. That's Aaron Oster. I'm Glenn. We'll be back with one more segment of Jobbing Out. Respect. It's more than a word. In the U.S. Army, it is one of our core values. Earned through selfless service to our nation and making a difference, both at home and abroad. On the Army team, respect is earned daily. And now, in addition to earning respect, you may earn up to $40,000 in bonuses if you qualify. To learn more, visit GoArmy.com bonus or call 1-800-USA-ARMY. Paid for by the U.S. Army. Now the world don't move to the beat of just, beat one, of just drum. one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. That's what we're doing now. This is this is a thing. Uh, back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out. Different strokes. Different strokes. 
Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, uh, no AJ, no Migs. Appreciate Migs doing that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say this, Aaron. It is possible that we will be taking the week off next week. Um, obviously, we're not doing a show on Thursday. And Correct. frankly, on Wednesday, I want to duck out as early as possible to go see Creed. So <laughs> to Wait, wait, do what now? To go see Creed. Okay. Oh, oh, the movie. I you thought you were oh the band. My, how many dumb people are in my life? <laughs> I have had six it was, it was, different it was people. Wednesday. I was thinking it wasn't out till Friday, but you're right. Jesus it is out earlier in the week. Christ, what is going on in the world? But that's why I was taking it so aback. I was like, wait, no, what, what are I'm you taking aback by is how the rest of you idiots aren't as excited as I am. The rest I of you quite should be thinking about it constantly you the saw entire it together time. For the first time. I'm very first aware one. of that, and you of anybody should be the one to be like, oh yeah, I need to go see Creed on Wednesday too. I, I want to go see Creed on Wednesday. So I'm not. I'm just going to be realistic about this. It might be that we take our first ever holiday, ever. It just might be the case. Depending on, like, if something staggering were to occur. I was going to say, we could always do it Monday and just do a pay-per-view recap. I guess. I, I don't know. I just, like, we also well, haven't. So, well, we'll see. We we'll also, see. We've just, also gone two. Exhibition fest know, and nothing happens, you're right. We we've also gone two weeks without guests because we just had a bunch of stuff come up. So we might want to, like, buckle down. And maybe we just do a show that's recap in an interview or something like that, right? Like, maybe it's, it's something along those lines. But um, I, I'm just telling the truth. On Wednesday, I want to go see Creed. I don't feel like sticking around the office very long. So, All right. Um, it's, you know, I, I, and, and also I want to go see Creed to be able to still come home and have dinner with my kids. So my plan is go see Creed at, like, 3 o'clock, come home, have dinner with the kids. That doesn't leave a lot of time to record a show. So Fair we'll enough. See, we'll see. It is what it is. Maybe it'll change. But right now I'm just warning that, like, next week could be weird. Um, in the meantime, let's uh, just hit a quick uh, count, and then we will wrap things up. Um, everybody tweeted this to me this week, and I appreciate it. You're right. Um, God bless the fact that WWE decided that the mixed match challenge would be to determine the number 30 seeds in the Royal Rumble. I had a couple people do like a thing where they were bitching about the idea that they're, they don't like that they already know who the number 30 seed is in the Royal Rumble because it takes away the anticipation that it could be anyone, right? That's fair. Then that, that's um, a perfectly fair complaint. I, here's why I think that's dumb. One, they've given away the 30 seed for the Royal Rumble before, ahead of time. We've known ahead of time who the number 30 seed was going to be for other Royal Rumbles because they did something like a match the week ahead of time or something along those lines. Right. Two, you think it doesn't create the exact same feeling for number 29? Right. And, and here's the other thing. like Even if they haven't announced it, like just based on process of elimination, we knew Dolph Ziggler was number 30 last year. Right. right. Yeah. We're, okay, right. who hasn't come out? Oh, okay. Right. Now, there are some years where we were hoping that it might be somebody, and then it ended up, you know, I mean, like, the year Like that, when uh, Rey Mysterio came out instead of Daniel Bryan? Yeah, that was not great. Um, and it really took away from what otherwise would have been a cool moment for Rey Mysterio. Um, but, I, like, this is the way that these things are supposed to... Now, as in, the other side of this is, while it's great for the Mixed Match Challenge... What about your entire fucking pay-per-view that doesn't well, matter? And, and that's the question. If you can do, if you have the foresight to do this for the Mixed Match Challenge, what are you doing? Do here? anything, anything at all with your pay-per-view. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, at least, I, I'm not going to give them any credit because it's, it's terrible, but at least they're saying, all right, if Raw wins, Braun gets something. Now, I still don't know why Drew and Dolph care about Braun getting something. Right. Correct. <laughs> Now, but, now, by the way, well, at I least do, they're trying to make the match slightly matter in some way. And, well, but and I, it's, it's 
not good. Well, I also like the scenario that, like, it could be painting that you're just accepting that Braun might be so much better than everybody else that who gives a shit what everybody else thinks, right? That Braun could maybe beat SmackDown five on one if he ha- if he uh, like, cares. But, um, yes, the, the, the fact that this entire thing exists with no real reason outside of it being gentlemanly sport um, is a problem, and they should do something about that. And I said before, it's the simplest thing to say – Hey, if your show wins the most matches of the night, then that show is guaranteed a number 30 spot. And then you've got it, – it creates another opportunity for more competition within your show to get the number 30 spot. And, and that's why every match matters as opposed to, okay, if it's just one of the five people in that, then why does the do the authors of pain right. care about winning? Right. And sure, it also sets up a scenario where if there's five, if there's five matches between the shows during the night – well, then you know that two of them are going one way and two are going the other way leading up to the final. Like, I get that. I understand. Who cares? It's still better. It's still I'm better. okay with that. Yep. Um, that's fine. It's pro wrestling. I'm fine with that. So, yeah. But I'm, I'm totally – I'm fine with this. Totally fine with this in a vacuum. Yes. Let the By winners – By the way, it, it doesn't matter, and I still have it being, I think, four to three or whatever. Of like, course you do because normally you're going to try to keep it even anyway, of course. Um, so, yeah. Thumbs up to that. Number two, a former champion is coming back to wrestling, legitimately this time, and competing for more championship gold. Fact. Oh, this is normally where I set you up to talk about it. Oh, this is me. Well, yes, we've, we've seen some exhibition matches from this former WCW champion uh, over the past few months, and we thought, okay, this might gear up to something. And instead, the most notorious WCW champion of all time, the man who is synonymous with the big gold belt, David Arquette, has been booked by one Joey Janela in L.A. to face Nick Effin Gage. All in. All fucking in. He's going to die. Well, yeah, that's true. But it's still amazing. Oh, it's still amazing. Did did you see his tweet when he found you know when they announced the the match? Uh, no, I didn't. He said, "Wait, wait, wait! This is Nick Gage. I thought I was doing something with Nick Cage." <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, and it just makes me want to see Nick Cage in yeah, right? in some yeah, way. Before it, um, I don't know how old David Arquette is. Um, I don't know if this should be if I should be more embarrassed for him. But the problem is, like, this all started with embarrassment. He's he's forty seven, but so, here's the thing: he's been training. Like, this isn't completely out of nowhere he has been show doing like some real training uh with rest re- local wrestling schools yeah yeah um now i mean it's not going to be a big thing but as far as fun indie spots but, like but, and this, this, my point is like this uh, this started from a place of embarrassment like this isn't like a wrestler coming back that i say oh, i don't really want to see you at like this was embarrassing to begin with so why not have fun with it? Yes, exactly. Right. Exactly right. So I'm on board for this. I think it's great. Plus, um, if it leads us to Ready to Rumble 2, I'm all well, in. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I have a soft... Yeah. It's, ter- it's a terrible, terrible movie, really but bad. I have a real soft right, spot for right. it. And finally, I got to be honest with you. I was so floored by this initial story that legitimately I dedicated part of my own show to it. <laughs> Did you really? I legitimately did. It's like if you were to tell me, obviously we all know Santa Claus is very real, but if you were to try to tell me that Santa Claus was not real, my reaction would be similar to the initial story. We've seen documentaries like Elf about why Santa Claus is definitely Correct. real. When I heard that Stone Cold Steve Austin had said he had stopped drinking, you might as well have told me Santa Claus wasn't real. What 
in the F. But good news. Good news. Okay. Stone Cold says, I didn't swear off alcohol forever. He explains. There ain't no room in my diet for alcohol at this point in time. I didn't swear off alcohol forever. Why the fuck would I do that? (laughs) I enjoy alcohol responsibly as an adult, and therefore I will drink until my final day on earth. But when I'm trying to meet a deadline, when I'm trying to get in shape, I got to eliminate the alcohol if I want to burn fat. Because if you do drink alcohol, you're probably going to go into a caloric surplus. You're probably going to get the munchies. You'll lose your inhibitions. You'll start raiding the refrigerator. I've been there. I've done that. And if you drink alcohol, alcohol jumps to the front of the queue in front of fat to burn off. I don't know. That's, uh, you probably sound, made it sound much cooler than it reads. Right. Um, uh, because your body treats it as a poison. So ding, ding, ding. Hello, McFly. That's why the fuck I stopped drinking alcohol temporarily. <laughs> Um, a temporarily a five-syllable word. Uh, I ain't going to quite to drink. I ain't going to quit drinking for the rest of my life. So there I'll, we go. I'll give Stone Cold a pass. The, the, the world is, is back on its axis. Correct. Thank God. All right, get your plugs in. Uh, at the AO, so you can find me on Twitter. You can find the show at Jobbing Out Show. You can email us jobbingoutshow at gmail dot com. Uh, go back, look at the Baltimore Sun roll, and Rolling, or not Rolling Stone. I had a Baltimore Sun. I obviously wrote about Daniel Bryan's and what I thought might be happening there. Um, I threw out some other possibilities I didn't throw out on the show, whether it's for Mania, whether it's Rey Mysterio, maybe. Like, if you're looking for him as a heel against a good right, face, right. Rey Mysterio would be the one. That's the one guy you can conceivably say clear underdog against Daniel Bryan. So you want to go that route? That's fine. But yeah, go back and check that out in Baltimore Sun. All right, very good. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com. And yes, I actually wrote about uh, Casey Lennox. Um, talked to her a little bit more. She had a really funny line. Um, I don't want to... She had a really funny line about knowing she wanted to be a wrestler while she was a tennis player and telling her tennis coach that she actually wanted to be a pro wrestler. And her tennis coach said, um, well, have a backup plan. And Casey said... <laughs> Yeah, I still don't. So I thought that was a really great line. That's a good line right yeah, there. I um I I wrote about that in uh, in Pressbox in the print edition of Pressbox, which is available throughout the Maryland region right now. Uh, if you go to your neighborhood Royal Farms, you can pick it up there. Uh, and you can also find it at pressboxonline.com. So I really enjoyed that. I had more conversations with Casey Lennox after our interview with her, although I included a lot from our interview in that write up as well. So uh, check that out. Thanks again to AJ and to, uh, I guess I should do this. Thanks again to Migs for Aaron Oster and for the main event, vent, 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 vent. I'm not going to keep going. AJ Francis. I'm not playing that game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. There we go.